Okay, then uh, we're recording. Just like that. Have, <laughs> have you been doing, Gigi? I've just been doing the thing. I feel like normally when we record during the summer, which is only one summer so far, but normally when we when we recorded during the summer, we would open every uh, episode talking about Big Brother and what was going on in the game. And then I remember after the finale, uh, it was always hard to come up with an intro because it's like, well, we don't have Big Brother to talk about anymore. What what else can we do? And I feel like that feeling's back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Celebrity Big Brother just ended. Yeah, we already talked about it. And we already talked about it. And now... Yeah. Here we are trying to fill that space with more Big Brother talk and and yeah, three years later. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Intros are always hard. I'm not good at. Oh, my cat is being the most adorable creature in the world right now. Oh, lay it on us. She's just rolling around on the carpet and purring and cooing like a freaking pigeon. <laughs> oh, I love her. She hates me. Uh, I'm sure she does. She she was willing to protect you pretty fiercely that one time. Uh, I think she was after you because had Chinese food. Yeah, so for the viewers at home, uh, one day, uh, me and Jess were going to hang out. And I picked up Chinese food, and I, uh, you had passed out out on your bed. So I, I called. Heroin needle in my arm. Huh? I said heroin needle in my arm. Right, but not really police, but right. Um, and, uh, I'd called you beforehand, so you knew I was coming, but you weren't awake to let me in. Right. But... So, this is going to sound creepy, and hopefully it wasn't, but I did let myself in, and and then I went up to your bedroom door, and I knocked and creaked open the door, and your, your cat stood out, up, let out a, a sharp coo, and charged at me. I think it's because you're Chinese. I don't think she's protecting me. No, I mean, you're probably right, but from my angle, it kind of looked like that. <laughs> and it's a very serious poem and you would think I'm talking about a relationship with a human being and then the last line reveals that it's actually my cat <laughs> so that got some good reviews good um, in my creative writing class um, one guy had written this poem and when we were about to talk about it, he was like, actually, this isn't a poem. This is a song I made. And then went on YouTube and played his song and told us all to go on Spotify and play the song. And it wasn't bad, but I was like, all right, this is a sneaky way to to plug your your um, music career into this group, right? I don't know. 
is to no. I mean, he didn't like go around class and be like, "All right, whip out your phones and show me you downloaded it." But no, I didn't download the song. Good. It was good, but not that good. I think you know, like tomorrow. I think in history we're talking about um, we're talking about uh, urbanization. So I'm just gonna bring up my pod the podcast, you know. We don't talk about urbanization in the 1900s, but I'm going to plug my podcast anyway. <laughs> that seems to be the thing to do. Uh, you know? Right. That's, that's just the trend, so. We could talk about urbanization. I don't... Is, mm. is that when, like... Is that the trend where people move away from rural areas to uh, live in the city? Yeah. Oh. That's, that's right. All right, look at us, urban masters, masters of the urban. The urbanography. Mm-hmm. That's D- us just living up the life in the urban town. <laughs> do you yep. do you uh, want to hop into this this sweet ride? We have a hundred views. Huh? Did we talk about the hundred views? I totally forgot about one hundred views. We um. When was it? Over the weekend? Yeah, I think so. This past weekend, we actually hit 100 v- total views on CastBox. That's, that's, it's incredible that people have listened to us 100 times. Um, thank you, even if you clicked on it. Huh? I think it only counts if they, if they listen to, to completions. I mean, they're listening to entire episodes. Oh, my God. So there's that. Well, thank you. Um, It means a lot to us that your people are listening to us and paying attention to us. Uh, Charnay and Merlot, thank you. Uh, Nightshader, oh, okay. thank you. We talked about you last episode. Hopefully you saw that, episode 31. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you guys... Uh, it means a lot to us when you so show us your support. Uh, we do this for fun, but it's always nice to know that somebody's listening. We our our quality is getting better. Yes. I think the humor is just spot on. All right. All right. Well, you better intro the. You better intro now. Right. Well, I welcome to the Pen Pals podcast. I'm your Pen Pal Egg. With me, as always, is. Tashara. Otherwise I'm known. Kinda. <laughs> otherwise known as Jess GG Jess. And um, for our book discussion today, uh, you and I are both into uh, our semesters at college, and both of us are taking a Shakespeare class. We talked about it a little bit, but I figured we should um, just get the Shakespeare talk out of the way. Because for a podcast about reading and writing, I feel like eventually we were going to have to talk about Shakespeare. Shakespeare. That's right. Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Now, um, Jess, I was wondering, um, first off, how... What of Shakespeare's have you uh, read so far? Well, thank you for asking. You're I welcome. Have read what? You're welcome. Thanks. I have read Romeo and Juliet, 
the Star Cross Lovers. Mm-hmm. And then the other play that I read, and I'm not even kidding, I will finish it by Thursday, I have read A Midsummer Night's Dream. Those are the only two Shakespeare plays I read. I've read a bunch of his sonnets, though. Like, probably at least 50. Yeah, Dang, that's a lot of sonnets. Well, they're only fourteen nine poems, but <laughs> I'm just like fifty sounds like you would have uh, had to sh- seek them out. Was that? Like fifty makes it sound like you were like seeking them out. I mean, yeah, I was reading a bunch of Shakespeare sonnets. Like I read one, and then I read. 49 more. I don't know. What do you want from me? Nothing. I'm just saying yeah. it's cool. Most people don't seek out his sonnets. So what plays have you read? Um, I've read Two Gentlemen of Verona, Merchant of Venice, and then I've read um, like a summarized version of all of his plays. Like they were all in one big book. That, that had the plots out. No, it doesn't count, but I know... I've read two. You read... I've, I've read two. You read The Merchant of Venice. Mm-hmm. And Two Gentlemen in Verona. Yep. Both Fine. in... Both Italian plays, which was a big thing for Shakespeare. Well, Italian plays? Yeah, like, Shakespeare liked to set plays in Italy, even though he had never been to Italy. Romeo and Juliet? Yeah. What's their last names again? I'm not telling you. Uh, Italy. It does take place in Italy. Yeah. Verona. And their last names are Montague and Capulet, by the way. Right. Anyway, that's taking place in Italy. But right now, I'm reading A Big Summer Night's Dream, and that is what happened. It takes place in Athens? Yep. Hmm. Interesting. And then the next one... I mean, the Merchant of Venice, I think you'll appreciate. That's a, well, I, okay, so this is, let's get, so Merchant of Venice, a big part of it, uh, one of the main characters is a Jewish character, Ooh. and originally, originally, the Jewish character was played with a giant fake nose. And there's a lot of anti-Semitism in the play. And so there's a lot of debate about if Shakespeare's being super racist with The Merchant of Venice or if he's um, making fun of racism or poking at how racism is dumb. Well, I wouldn't surprise me. Huh? That wouldn't surprise me. No. But it's a weird, so like it's weird. So I guess one of my one of the things I want to talk about is what um what makes Shakespeare so different or so great that people still talk about him, and that if you get in want to get a major in if you want to major in English, you're probably gonna have to take a Shakespeare class. Like, just the form of writing, and they, he's used, in all his plays, there's 37, by the way, he's used, um, 
There's over 30,000 words used. This thing written in the 1500s, mind you. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are you going to do about <laughs> Right. And, like, he has his character speak, like, so, like, eloquently, and, like, each character has their own, like, dialect and way of speaking, and, like, he wrote Astonish into his play. Do you realize that? Yeah. And there's one scene in Romeo and Juliet where they're talking to each other, and every like they speak and they're speaking to each other in a sonic. So one will say a couple lines, and the other one will continue the sonic. It's like the chance of that. <laughs> right. That's almost that's almost unheard of today to write poetry into your play as like, spoken lines. And like when someone like, changes your music and song. It's a huge thing. Like, there's huge production. So I, I can see why he's so relevant. Right. I mean, they tell stories. They tell, like, morals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are, um... What are some of your, um... What are some of your favorite things about, uh, Shakespeare? Or if you... What's, what's your general feeling on Shakespeare and his works? Well, I'll tell you. Let me tell you. I'm a, I'm a sarcastic asshole. And I feel like so is Shakespeare because the insults in his in his plays are just great. You remember being written 400 years ago, 500 years ago. You're top notch, and I support it. <laughs> I remember um, in high school, I would uh, the, we used to have like look up Shakespearean insults, like um. Get thee to a nunnery was a good one. I think that one was from Hamlet. Just like, nobody yeah. wants you. No one's going to love you. So just go off and be a nun already. Yeah. And like, in the Tomorrow Stream, which is his fluffiest play, they just, they're just ripping on each other. And on top, the one girl's like, just treat me like a dog head. Treat me like you're spaniel. Like, I love it. And, like, she's tall, so they're like, go call her a maple. Like, wow, that is tough. I love it. Damn. So, yes. I don't know. It's very... Yeah. Very interesting. And Shakespeare was... I guess what's really cool thinking about Shakespeare um, is just, like, how much different stuff he was able to write. Like, he wrote comedies that were very funny like in Two Gentlemen of Verona where um, Sylvia will talk to Proteus and Proteus is trying to woo her over and he's like oh this girl I loved she's dead and this guy you loved he's dead and she's like oh they're they're dead well then I must be dead too because you're clearly lying to me just so you can get in my pants and then he'll go and write um, Hamlet, where everybody dies at the end, and it's very sad and morbid. But you wanna, you wonder, and someone's gonna be doing a presentation on this, and I thought, there's a huge feud over whether or not William Shakespeare actually wrote all these by himself, or if other people wrote them. Hmm. So we'll see. We have to do a presentation, and uh,
by Thursday and present it. Well, guess what? Oh, no. Yes, I get to go on Thursday. So I'll be making a Shakespeare PowerPoint tomorrow. Oh, Godspeed, my friend. Well, I'm pretty sure he better grade me, like, grade me. <laughs> Did you volunteer for it? Nah, I didn't. Yeah. Well, like, he shouldn't punish you just because Wisconsin decided to be a jerk this year. Yeah. It'll, it'll be okay. You'll you'll rock it. You'll hit it out of the park. You know, I do my best work last game anyway. That's right. We talked about that on the podcast before, too. But you are top-notch. Uh, just a student in, gen- in general, you're an awesome student. But. That is right. Yeah. Thank you. You're very smart. I got a C on the final class the other day, man. I don't know how it What happened? But, uh, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> it's okay. The assignment is the worst high point, so I'm not too alarmed. No, it happens to the best of us. And the worst. <laughs> yeah, especially the worst, I like to think. All right, um, hey, Gigi. Yes? Do you want to play a game? Sure. All right, I've got, it's kind of a new game, but we've played one very similar to before. Uh, I call it Hallmark Hell. Oh. Now, uh, in this game, I'm going to read some uh, summaries from three Hallmark movies, and uh, two of them are real. Two of them are real movies that Hallmark made, and one of them is a a fabrication that I came up with. Oh, okay. So, um, I'm gonna read you the title, then the summary, and uh, you want me to go through uh, all three before you guess? Sure, I'm supposed to guess which real. What? I'm supposed to guess which one's real. Yes, one is gonna be real; the other two are fake. Okay, this one is called Cooking with Love. Kelly is the producer for hit television show The Little Gourmet, which features young children as chefs competing against each other. When show creator and Kelly's mentor, Amanda, announces her impending departure from the show, Kelly is excited to be considered as her successor. During the shooting of the first episode, Show host Chef Betty hurts her back and is put on bed rest. In need of a replacement host, Kelly recommends Chef Stephen Harris, who is an inspiration to young chefs, but is also known for his hot-headed personality. Chef Harris is forced to take up the role of show host in an attempt to salvage his reputation, and a book deal after a video of him losing his temper at a food critic goes viral and damages his image. As Kelly and Stephen clash, her competitor and colleague, Jeremy Walsh, tries his best to win over Stephen to his side and tries to take credit for Kelly's work. However, Kelly and Stephen end up striking a friendship and seeing the better side of each other, leading to a Valentine's Day date. So that was the first. That was the first one. Uh, I did notice that I I fucked up one of the words in there pretty quickly. I think it was gourmet. Maybe it was mentor. Mentor gives me trouble sometimes. Yeah, you said mentor. Mentor. All right. 
Alright, here's the second one. It's stop the wedding. When career oriented <laughs> hold on, let me try that one again. When career orientated did I get it? Yeah. Awesome. When career orientated Ann Colton learns that her aunt Belle has agreed to marry a multiple divorcee, the suave actor Sean Castleberry, following a whirlwind romance. Holy fuck! F you, Hallmark. Why are you throwing all these hard phrases out for me to read? I don't think this is a Hallmark movie. I think this is something made up, so. Alright, just let me finish the summaries before you decide. Anne is determined to stop the wedding from proceeding. Joining in her effort is Sean's handsome son, successful surgeon Dr. Clay Castleberry. And the pair work to prevent the mutual... nuptials there we go to prevent the nuptials despite their mutual dislike of one another frustrated by their young relatives efforts bell and sean elope to las vegas in order to go through with the with their wedding regretting their previous obstructiveness anna and clay rush to join their family members in order to celebrate their wedding developing their own romantic feelings for one another along the way. However, a misunderstanding leads to Clay abandoning plans to attend the, re- the wedding and returns home, leaving Anna, de- leaving Anna to desperately try to resolve their problems, reunite with Clay, and attend the wedding in support of her aunt. We've got a, we've got a reading podcast here, and I can't even... Read one summary. People are going to stop listening. No. Alright. I can read it, guys. I promise. Okay. Here's the the final Hallmark movie. It's Say It With a Smile. What's it called? Say It With a Smile. Say It With a Smile, right? When unrelenting optimist Sally Waters is hired to help renovate the run-down Cupid's Corner... Hailed as the world's most romantic inn, she can't believe her luck. Although Sally is eager to get to work fixing up the place where her parents met, she's surprised to discover that the owner doesn't want it to be fixed. Derek Benford is the young owner of Cupid's Corner and a notorious grouch. Even though he can't stop the inn's shareholders from renovating the place, He'll do everything in his power to make sure construction goes off the rails. At first, this brings him right into conflict with Sally, who's surprised to have found the one person in the world who she can't see any good in. But, as the two spend more time together, and Derek reveals the effect running the inn had on his parents' marriage, something special begins to blossom between them. Together, Sally and Derek hatch a plan to rebrand Cupid's Corner. With Derek, Sally, and the shareholders all on board, Derek can finally enjoy running his parents' inn, this time with a perky wife by his side. You're supposed to guess which one you thought I made up, Cooking with Love, Stop the Wedding, or Say It with a Smile. Stop the Wedding. You thought Stop the Wedding was mine? Yeah. It was not. No. Oh, the third one. It was Say It With a Smile. Oh. Yeah, I know. I got real cheesy with that one. Wow. I thought the four originally 
when you wake up memes, your go team for men is Steven. You always say Steven. But every time you wake up a, like, a, a character, you go with Steven. I thought that for the one. That's, oh, I guess I'm just sleeping my touch. That's a, that's a good guess. No, I know. Derek is, uh, I don't use Derek's that often. And then Cackleberry, I thought was something I made up name by you. <laughs> Cackleberry? Oh, yeah. Castleberry, yeah. That does sound like something I would come up with. Yeah. Very fake. Very mm-hmm. All right. Wow, you, you fooled me. I'm so, I'm so sorry. That's all right. Okay. Um, I have one more game we can play if you want. What is it called? It's, it's a classic. It's a title mine. It's the game where... We each come up with titles for each other, and then the other person uh, makes the plot for uh, what that title would be. You son of a bitch. What? I thought you liked this game. You son of a bitch. What? Nothing. No, no, no. Lay it all out there. Put it all on the floor. How about we play a game of my choosing? Oh, okay. Choose one. Let's do it. Alright. We'll play 20 questions. Okay. 20 questions. Alright. Alright. You, you, I'll go first. Okay. You mean you'll, I'll, I have to guess first or you'll guess first? You'll guess first. Okay. Do you have, do you have something? I'm going to think of a person that's either in a movie or a TV show or a book or a graphic novel. Or a poem, or whatever. Okay. Okay. Ready? I'm ready when you are. Ask away. Is it a movie? Yes. Okay. Is it a movie I've seen? Yes. Is it a movie we saw together? Yes. Is it live action? Is it a Marvel movie? No. No. Is it a superhero movie? Uh, no. No. Okay. Does it have Samuel L. Jackson in it? No. Okay. Okay. Does it have some animation in it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Does it have characters from a book in it? Yes. Okay. Is it Christopher Robin? Okay. It's not a superhero movie, but it's got characters from a book in it, and some of it is animated. And we saw it together. Hmm. You asked 11 questions, though, Yeah. 
I'm just okay. You threw me for a loop. You you really threw me for a loop there. I'll be honest. Really thought it was Christopher Robin. Oh, God, so get off of it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just wasn't expecting the aggression from from get off of Christopher. How many times you want me to tell you it's not Christopher I believe you. It's just, it's just. No, I just need to. I just need to start over from square square one again. Okay. Okay. All right. Nine more questions. Okay. Is the main character a male? Yes. Yes, the main character is a male. Is the main character human? What? <laughs> is the main character human? Yeah. Why are you laughing? I couldn't hear you. Okay. Um... Okay. Are the antagonists in the movie human? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's not animated. It's based off of a book. But some of it is animated. But it's not a superhero movie. Hmm. You guys have a character, by the way, not a movie. All right. Okay, but the character is based off of a book. The movie is based off of a book, yeah. The movie is based off of a book, and we saw it together. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, we have all the answers. We have 15 questions. Well, I'm going to quickly. Okay, okay, okay. Um, does... Does the uh, the movie take place on Earth? Yes. Okay. Are the things that are, are animated uh, animals? No. No. Okay. Is it a action movie? Yes. Yes, it is. What movie is this? Um. Yep. Is it? Is the movie based on real life? Is it a true story? Yeah, like, is it based on a true story? No. No, okay. Is... Are you there, Blanche? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Mentally, I'm not here, but physically, I'm here, and I'm just trying to... Trying to work my brain in this space. Um, have I read the book it's based on? Yes. Yes. Is it the main character from Bird Box? No. Okay. Who was it? Yes. Oh. Um.
yeah, sorry, I'm here. Um, your listeners don't need dead air. Yeah, sorry. Um, okay. All right. Is it Peter Parker? Who? Oh, God damn it. No, that makes sense. It's a great movie, and okay, yeah, I get it now. It all makes sense. Yeah, when you said saw saw it together, I assumed in a movie theater, and that was my mistake. No, I know. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I have I have my character in mind. Yes. Have I seen this movie? Yes. Have I watched this movie with you? Yes. Is it a superhero movie? No. Is it a live action movie? Yes. Um. Is this a movie that came out that like was made recently within the last year or so? Yes. Did we see the movie in theaters? No. Um, is it a comedy? Yes. Um, hmm. Hmm. Are there a lot of really famous actors in this movie? What? Are there famous actors in this movie? Um, yeah, I would say so, yeah. Yes. I think you're closing in. I'm starting to get nervous. Yes. Did I did we watch a movie that you didn't like? What? <laughs> did have we watched a movie you didn't like ever? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, the we, What? No, go ahead. No, what you going to say? I was going to say we watched the Belco experiment and we were kind of neutral on it. Oh, you said we didn't watch the movie either. No, I know. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Oh god. Let I don't think so, but let me check. I'm I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm trying to usually okay. No, it's not rated R. What? You're at 12 by my count. Okay. Um, is it a male lead in this movie? Yes. Where did we watch this movie? That's not a yes or no question. Have you watched this movie at your house? No. Did we watch this movie at my house? 
Yes. Is this movie on Netflix? Um, I don't think so. We didn't, here, if, I'll do this for you. We didn't watch it on Netflix. Did I own your movie? Fuck, I don't, I don't think you do, no. Now, hold on. If you... I'll tell you the answer. And from my recollection, you got this movie from the library. But I I could be wrong and just not remembering it right. I feel like you ask hard questions. <laughs> no, because I don't know who else to go. I don't want to just get a random actor and see if there might be in the room that we saw. No, I know. I get it. <laughs> I just feel bad because, like, if you have the right answer and you're like, oh, I was going to guess that, but you said I didn't own it, I'm going to feel like a dick. No, no. Oh, my God, my nipples. <laughs> have nothing to do with them. <laughs> This question oh is making my nipples rage. Um, you said the movie was made this year. Within a year. It came out within a year, yes. You're gonna have to repeat that. Yes. It was a 2018. Is the lead character white? Yes. Is it a comedy? Yes. Is that a comedy? I believe so. Maybe a dramedy. Like a coming of age, I'm a gay kind of movie? Yeah. Is it Ron Steinman? Yeah. Sure is. Yep. Did you? Did you? Was I right? Do you own this movie or did you rent it? I'm gonna tell you something. Okay. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Okay. Yeah. I own that movie, but I did not at the time that we watched. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. So technically, you were correct because you didn't think I had it, but I do. Okay. You asked that question. You asked that question and my heart fucking sank. I was so scared. No, no, no. I didn't get it from the library. Okay. Oh my god. Well, really turned me on, but I asked her the comedy, and I guess technically it is. It's a dramedy, as you said. Right. Um, you like, how one person is around, but you're going to be a lot of clouds in the teenager. It's such a specific question. Yeah, it's okay. Under genres, it's classified as romance film, comedy drama, teen film, comedy drama. Very good movie. Yeah, ninety five percent on. Uh... Yeah, we both get it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I liked it. I should have asked him based off a book. Huh? I should have asked him based off a book. Yeah, but I think you were. 
by um question ten, I was like, oh, I think uh, I think Gigi's got this one. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess the things that uh, stick out to me in that movie are is the comedy, but it's also a pretty serious movie. Like, I get it. Yeah. Pretty serious. Yeah, I like the twenty questions game. We should do it more often. Are you telling me to contribute more to this podcast? Huh? Are you telling me to contribute more to this podcast? No, I'm telling you that I like the twenty questions game. Oh. If I wanted you to contribute. First of all, you're already half of this podcast, so there's not like a 60-40 relationship going on. I'm the host. This podcast is great, and I think you do more work than I do. I don't think that's true. As far as I'm concerned, you're the host, and I'm the host, and that's all that matters. As long as you... This podcast is going to be longer than an hour, you know, because we don't even go out Oh my god, I forgot about the Oscars. How did you forget about the Oscars? I don't know. Well, here's here's why. I only cared about two movies that were on the Oscars, uh, that were in the Oscars, and one of them was only... You cared about the Mm-hmm. Yep. Black Panther? No. Quiet Place. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it was only nominated for sound editing, which And did it win? Uh no, it did not win. Let me let me scroll down this website here and see uh what ended up winning. Uh Bohemian Rhapsody won that one. Yes. I I understood why I understand why Bohemian Rhapsody won. I don't think it was a bad decision. Rami, Rami Malek won Best Actor. Yes, Rami Malek absolutely um deserved winning Best Actor. Did you hear about how he, in his acceptance speech, he said something about Freddie Mercury being a gay man and then people were upset because he's had relationships with women? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, other than he was trying to do something nice, and can we just thank him for trying to be nice to Freddie Mercury? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um... Um, Regina King won the first award, Best Supporting Actress, for her movie, something about Beale Street or whatever. If Beale, if Beale Street could talk, yeah. What? If Beale Street could talk. When she got up to go on stage, she had a dress, like her dress got caught, and her elderly mother, like, got it uncaught, but then she stumbled, but then Chris Evans, Captain America, got up and led her onto the stage, and she was all like, thank you, baby. I'm like, that's that, that, that sexuality. Aw, <laughs> oh, that's so adorable. It was, it was so precious. She's such a gentleman. <laughs> she deserves an award. Her first nomination, her first award. Mm-hmm. Um... A Star is Born won Best Original Song, so uh, congrats to Lady Gaga and Bradley she Cooper. Oscar, didn't she? she sure did, yeah. I don't was she nominated for um A Star is Born as 
uh, Best Actress? She was, oh, actually, oh. yeah. No, she was. Who was that? Huh? Who was that? Uh, Olivia Coleman won that for The Favorite. Mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper was also nominated for his role in A, a Star is Born as Best Actor. And was he... It sounds like it was really good. I wonder if he was nominated for... Do they have Best Director? Bradley, Coop... Bradley Cooper was nominated for a shit ton of stuff at this Oscars. Yeah, he directed Yeah. Black Panther won an Oscar. That's right for um. That sounds that sounds like the usual. And that's the first Marvel movie to ever win an Oscar. Really? Yeah. Suicide Squad won an Oscar for um best makeup and hairstyling at last Oscars. Yeah, well, Suicide Squad won a Marvel movie. No, I know, but it just surprises me that DC beat them to the Oscars punch. What? Best animated feature, Oscar winner. Hell Oscar yes. Winner. Fucking you know, deserves it. Not, not even close in my mind. No. Lady Gaga, she got her top Oscar. She now she was doing the Tony Award and she's a Begot winner. Oh my god. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, uh, Emmy. Grammy Oscar Tony. I can't even imagine being that talented. <laughs> you know? It's incredible. It's And she seems, I don't know a lot about Lady Gaga, but she seems like a super nice person. And the fact that she made her Emmy for a show like the American Horror Story is just great. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the Oscar. What are you watching? What am I watching? Yeah. Well, um... TV show wise, I gotta finish up New Girl. You gotta I, finish it up. I've I was over in apartment for the first time in life the other day, and I made him watch four episodes of New Girl. They're they're, they're good, and I like it. I love the show. It's just you know, endings are sad, and there's never gonna be another time where I'm watching a New Girl episode for the first time. So it's kind of like a, a wanting that feeling to last. Which can go on for months and months and months. But you need to finish it so I can rewatch it. <laughs> and I will. And then uh, after that, I'm going to move on to the Umbrella Academy. Which I watched. Right. It was a great show. I think you're going to like it. It's got a lot of really good music in it. I'm excited for it. Um, it's got a lot of good acting and... <laughs> Episode, and it's not like and then um the last movie i watched was called heller heller high water starring uh chris prime not chris prime uh chris pine and uh jeff bridges and it's uh yeah it's a story about two brothers robbing banks down in texas and jeff bridges is the lawman trying to catch him it was uh really good really sad is it, on Netflix? it is 
Mm, I recommend it. It's gonna make you cry. I recommend it won't. But no, it won't. It didn't make me cry, but it was sad. Umbrella Academy will make you cry. Um, I recommend you watch Bad Times at the R I L for a movie. I should. Is that if you like Jeff Bridges? Oh, that's right. He's the uh, priest in that one. He's the priest. Yeah. Hold on, I'm coming. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, that's right. You were telling me about that. Yeah. Yeah. Would you uh? Yeah. Would, would you think about it? Well, it's got Rue from the Hunger Games in it. Woot. And Archie from Riverdale. Double woot. What? Huh? What'd you say? I said double woot. Yeah, um, I just think it's a good movie. I hope you would all like it. Yours, watch it, love it, live it, give it up. <laughs> I shouldn't sing Ariana Grande because I don't like her anymore. She's good. No, you didn't like her after uh, the Grammys, right? Is that when oh, she really? She's just, she full of herself. She full of herself. <laughs> right. She's um, I still. I still like her songs. I don't know her personally. But I, I would um I would love to not like her songs anymore, but Thank You Next is just such a bop. Thank you next. There's just four guys, right, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know. Ricky and Sean. Sean and Malcolm. Malcolm. She was one time her one time her patient, one time her patient. And I mean, I feel I'm most of my problems with. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. But when that song came out, I felt bad for Pete Davidson, who was super in love with Ariana Grande, and then they break up. You don't think so? No, that whole relationship was a setup. Got him more famous. I don't know who he was until he started dating her. That's true. You know, That's and fair. Like, it was all publicity. But they got a pig. What? They got a pig. They got a pig. They had a pet pig. Well, it's probably bacon now. <laughs> That's true. I would um. I love all animals, but I also love how most animals taste and. If I had a pet pig, I tell you, that sucker would not last until lunchtime. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I grew up, I grew up on a farm. That's what we do. I grew up on a farm. He's a tough little farm boy, but he's also a tough little shit. I'm sorry. That was rude. No, you can do both. What? You can do both. Or you can be both. All right. oh, I suppose. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode of The Pen Pals. Thank you for uh, coming over to our corner of the bookstore. I'm your pen pal, Egg. Wakanda forever. Huh? Wakanda forever. Otherwise known as Just GG Jess. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.